Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And we join on the line now by ETF strategist and advisor Narina Fisso. Let's start with that oil price, $54.10. We've just had a price increase and uh, not looking great. Absolutely right on that count. Thank heavens for the stronger rand. And mm. as long as those two sort of stay out of sync, um, oil price weaker rand stronger, we'll be okay. But uh, if they start moving in the same direction, especially if the rand weakens again, yeah, then I'm afraid it's going to be another big petrol price increase next month. But let's not let's not yeah, 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 too yeah. far ahead. Let's not dwell on it. <laughs> um, the second quarter GDP numbers released on Tuesday. Now, Narina, uh, that showed that we are officially no longer in a recession. Is it cause for celebration, though, or should we still be concerned about economic growth? I think we should still be very concerned about economic growth, Sakina. I think when we look at the basis for that um, um, higher-than-expected GDP number on Tuesday, it really just affirmed um, the, the, the certainly coming from a very low base on the agricultural side and to some extent also on the mining side. Those really were still... Um, some of the few very strong and positive um, components of GDP. Much more concerning for me is the, is the lack of investment spending in terms of what is going into creating productive growth for the future. Um, and because of the little growth that we saw came from a, a low base, it doesn't really signal a broad-based revival in the South African economy. And I think that's what concerns me. You know, when you look and see, for example, that government services expenditure was down 0.6% for the quarter, it does reflect those efforts being made towards fiscal consolidation, which is very good. But, of course, for the long term, it doesn't really bode well for, for growth in future. Also, um, probably the most concerning, the 2.6% contraction in gross ex- capital expenditure. It shows certainly that what, what, what CapEx is being spent is spent mostly on replacement and maintenance CapEx. And there's very, very little expansion CapEx that is being spent. And that's really why the projections for GDP growth for the full year is still well below 1%, um, and I think it, it, it therefore remains a concern. I, I guess on the positive side, um, the impact of the rate cut that we saw in June is not really in the numbers yet, um, and there is still a chance that we'll get another rate cut uh, before the end of the year, maybe, who knows, even now in September, um, but I think uh, so there are some positive signs, but I think we need a much broader, more broad base, and we definitely need to see that investment spending coming back to the table before we can have any expectation of sustained positive uh, movement in in growth uh, going forward. I guess what you're saying is, of course, reflected in the poor um, uh, South African uh, Chamber of Commerce and Industry business confidence numbers that were also released yesterday, Narina. Yes, definitely. You know, so it's much has been made of the fact that this is the worst uh, number that we've seen in 30 years. And in fact, it takes us back to those very dark and bad days of the mid-1980s, um, and, you know, prior to the Rubicon speech and, and the major changes that we've seen in our country. Uh, but I think, um, so certainly not, not to say that, that we're back in all cases uh, to what it was like in the 1980s, but what is concerning is this low level of activity. So if you look at the decline in that business confidence number, you know, it's the merchandise, import, and export volumes that fell. So it's volumes that fell. It's, it's less activity that we're seeing in the market. Um, and, and really, the only positive contributions to that business confidence index was the lower consumer inflation that we've got and, and to some extent, new vehicle sales.
Um, and, and certainly, I think the concerning thing here is that South Africa's uh, activity levels and outlook is very suboptimal, despite a positive outlook, global outlook. You know, for the first time in 10 years, we've got synchronized global growth in all of the OECD countries. So really, South Africa should be able to capitalize much better of the, of the global growth outlook, and we're not doing so. So even when you look at things like um, commodity prices, for example, we will see an improvement in the value of our exports due to higher commodity prices. But it's the volume that really talks to the fact that there's still um, not sufficient activity in our um, um, in, the, in South Africa. And, and you know, we, we, we all know the reasons. We've, we've spoken about them so many times. Um, we need significantly higher growth to, to, to really address uh, the high unemployment. And uh, when you look at things like business confidence, it's mostly the lack of policy certainty that uh, causes businesses and I guess to some extent even government not to spend the money that needs to be spent to create that growth for us. Indeed. However, um, the RAND has still been strengthening this week, Narina. Um, what is driving that more you know, succinctly? And also, is this why the market declined for a fourth day in a row? In your introduction, yes, the RAND is, is stronger to some extent, but it's mostly reflective of a weaker dollar. And we've certainly seen most of this week the dollar has spent on the back foot um, due to a variety of reasons. You know, it's, it's certainly still some political reasons in the U.S., but those claims um, certainly causing a lot of uh, problems in, in parts of the U.S. That's um, also the main reason why that oil price is, is, is up so strongly. So we've seen the dollar on the back foot, and that's really resulted in especially the euro being significantly stronger, much better economic data coming out of Europe. And the RAND has largely really been tracking that euro stronger. So very grateful for the strength that we see in the RAND, but I don't think we should feel too optimistic that it is because of domestic um, position, but rather a reflection of that, um, of that weak dollar that we've seen. And I think generally it, it should be a positive day for us on the market. Markets. Certainly, Wall Street was very strong last night. We've got Asian markets in positive territory this morning. So, yes, let's not, not get too depressed on a beautiful Thursday. Let's uh, lift our heads and see what we can do to, to make that economy, make this economy grow and, uh, and to help improve the lives for all of us. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Narina Fisser, strategist and advisor at ETFSA.